Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bookends with Friends. This is your co-host, Parker Moon. I am the number one book of the year, Brett Irvin. And this is your co-host, Daniel Phillips. And we are a weekly book club podcast where we go over one book every month and make friends along the way. And this is the reason we do it. This, today is the reason we do the dang thing. The only one. <gasps> the, the tournament of champions. Do you feel the energy in the room? Do you feel it crackling? I feel like I'm going to yell at you too. That's the crackle <laughs> that I feel. Oh, your voice is going to be gone. What do you guys <laughs> think the, each of these books does in the locker room to pre- prepare for their, their match against the other books? Oh, that's good. That's good. They, they listen uh, to music. With that analogy, Carrie Soto is going to win. Stretch out the book spine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, we actually didn't even say what this episode is, but this is us picking the book of the year. Oh, the they people know. The twelve books. The people that know. We've the read. people know. Dan. Every everyone has looked forward to this day uh, since last Ages. year, since the beginning since of December. time. Ages. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's better than Christmas. It's better than birthdays. It's better than your. It's not wedding. better than Christmas birthdays, though. It's not better than Christmas aren't birthdays. Those, aren't those pretty yeah, those bad suck. though? Don't yeah. people hate those? My birthday is like right in the middle of like the Christmas point, and so I have a nice spaced out time. Unlike Parker. I heard Joe canceled schools for this event. Joe, can, Joe he can't. Oh, good. Yeah, he canceled school for this Thanks, episode. Of course, this episode being the Bookends with Friends Book of the Year tournament bracket, where we we'll come up with go, something better by the time well, we release. The it's the 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 body. The B-O-T-Y? Yeah. The B-O-T-Y. Yeah. The body. But, but it's the B-F-W, B-F-B-O-T-Y, because it's not like books of this year. It's books that we read this year. Did you say B-F-W? Bookends with friends, B-F-W? I got it. Bookends with friends, body, right? B-F-W, B-F... <laughs> the... Yeah. Why are you saying B-F-W? Bookends with friends. That's what, he... what are you thinking? Am I the only one hearing B-F-W? BW. <laughs> oh. Jesus Christ, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we can read. We can't speak. It's fine. Oh, I swear God. to you. Both I of you li- looked at me like I was wrong. Dan, I swear to you, I listened. I, I knew I was like, oh, maybe he said it wrong. And I listened to the last time he said it. And I was like, nope, that's right. He said BWF. <laughs> Dan, Dan, that's the last time you're going to be right in this oh, next hour. So, oh, God. really okay. enjoy well, that. Let's 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 get moving. Let's get moving. A short story, so we can get into the body. How about it? Agreed. Agreed. How's about it? Yadi 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 So, what I'm reading first, uh, I'm really really cracking down on some series of unfortunate events. Uh, I can't remember what I read last episode we did, but I've read up to book seven now. Oh, or sweet. Listened. So I've read six of these bad these bad boys. They're so funny. I'm having a great time with them. Do, do they get any less uh, super sad? Because I started the first one, and and man, it's sad. Not really. No, uh, they're <laughs> they're just they're a good time though. Are you doing the audiobook? <laughs> yeah, I, on your recommendation, I'm I'm listening to the Bodilier Orphans. It's very fun. Yeah. Um, and I finished the first book in the Witcher series as well, The Last Wish. Uh, so that's cool. Moving on with both of those series. But my short story, and th- this is more of a, a question for you guys. Um, so something happened to me at the grocery store, and I know I'm overthinking it. And this is this is a very minor short story. I was in a bad mood the other day, and I went to the grocery store, 
and it wasn't a big deal, but I want you guys to tell me if this is rude or not. Okay? Okay. So, and also, I want to preface this by saying, I know both of you are going to say it's not rude, and I'm more so um, putting myself in the, like, shining a light on myself because I know it's my fault and I was in a bad mood. And are that's you why repenting? I thought it was rude. Is that, is that what this is? Maybe. I didn't is do this anything confessional? Wrong, and neither did someone else. But you know the dividers, right? For the conveyor belt at grocery stores yeah. to like divide your stuff from someone else's? Correct. Yeah, of course. I thought it was rude that the person in front of me took the divider and put it behind her stuff like i wasn't going to do it are you serious that's common courtesy i feel like yeah she was doing it i do that most of the time yeah (laughs) daniel are you serious this is how it's gonna go i was in a really bad mood but she did you must have been pal because that's what you do you know the nerve of that person, she probably held the door open for you also on the way out. <laughs> like you weren't gonna open that door. But it was just like it was just like the way that she did it. Did she do it with some real sass? Yeah, did she, she look she did she did look you up and down? Like a little bit. Okay. But it was like okay, can can I give some more details on it? So I my guess. stuff was already going on. My stuff was already behind her, right? Okay. Oh and it had okay. been behind her. And I was like, my hands were kind of full. I was just moving stuff from my cart to the conveyor belt. I see. And the, there was there was one divider up near the front, right? And like, I could have reached over her stuff and grabbed it, but I was waiting. And like, so she did she it as kind like of a... just get it and like slapped it down right in front of my stuff as if I wasn't going to do it. Mm. Does that can make I, it be any real different? Here? I just thought it was rude. Yeah, with can context. Can I be real here? With context, yeah, you shouldn't makes... put you shouldn't put stuff on the conveyor belt until they're until they put that down. I disagree uh, with that though, because yeah. like when the line is right. long and there's so much conveyor belt, yeah, I, I don't feel think like it's wrong to... for me to hold it up. No, I, I, you don't have to wait for them to do it because then if they're like if they don't do it, then that how that's not your fault that they didn't put it there themselves. Yeah. You what it boils down to and... was I was having a bad day and I was going to do it and it seemed like she got impatient with me not doing it that she slammed it down herself. I mean, and... I've done it plenty of times where I'll grab it myself and put it behind theirs just so I can start doing my own <laughs> behind stuff. Behind theirs, so the person behind. <laughs> I, th- so I think I... she did you a service. She brought... I'm... I'm sure there's no ill intent behind it. But this is anyway. a microcosm of what we're, is going to happen for the rest of this episode. Uh, but hopefully it'll be more interesting than, yeah, <laughs> than whether this grocery store been, incident. Was I've been thinking about it all week, honestly. Hey, man, I hope you're not letting that take up too much of your mind space. No, not too much. Okay. Okay. Who else? With their grocery themed stories. Yeah, it's you got grocery themed things, right? Um, not recently. I've been, it's been pretty quiet on that front for me. Uh, but I will say that, um, Dan, uh, put together a little event last night. Um, oh yeah. It was, it was a bit of a, it was a bit of a, uh, soggy affair. I'll say, oh, um, God. we went and saw this slick flick named, uh, avatar, the way of water. 
and so uh, much blue in that movie. Just there getting was a lot of wet blue. and wild with the bros. It, yeah. So um, tell me about it. I was. I'm surprised, Dan. This wasn't your short story, also. I knew y'all were so excited sure about was gonna James about Cameron's it. newest adventure. Jake Sully's back. I knew you. I knew you guys were waiting on bated breath. Jake Sully's back, <laughs> and he's there, he's got family. <laughs> Sully stick together. Sully stick together. Oorah. You wouldn't think they'd <laughs> stick because they'd be all slippery because of how wet this movie is. Exactly. So and I think that's part of the theme is like when they're in the water, it's, you know, they're like splitting apart, but they like pull each other out of the water and stick together. So I did, I did have a question. Um, I'm glad you brought this as your short story. I want to know, uh, is it good? Um, Define good. The action. No. Did we have a good <laughs> I'm not time? Gonna. Did we have it's a good so, time? That's different. Yes. That's different. No, yes. Dan, that's different. So We had it, so much fun. It's a good movie theater experience fun. because we had fun. Um, the battle scenes were cool. It was yeah, I mean, James. The, I, the final fight scene actually was great, like very good. Yeah, James <laughs> yeah. Cameron makes his money on looking at it, the visuals of it, and then like the action sequences. The story is fairly shallow, but the diet in the dialogue isn't like you know it's not going to win an Oscar. It's um, some of the worst dialogue I've ever but, heard in a movie. The visuals are good. Dialogue too, and the action's fun. (laughs) The action was very fun. Did it take two hours and forty minutes to get to that final fight? Three hours and twelve minutes total, right? Was the runtime correct? Yeah. You guys are brave souls. I couldn't imagine subjecting myself to look at uh, James Cameron's forty foot tall fever dream characters for three (laughs) hours and twelve minutes on purpose after paying money to see like that. That's you guys are brave. It would have been surprisingly the theater was empty there was only like 10 people in our theater uh-huh. um so we were actually able to like spread out and so we a lot of change in positions like laying back yeah, switching a lot of laying back yeah. can i ask we you were... another important question to me for me okay jake sully i already said jake sully's back jake sully is back how much weird hair sex was there or was it tails i can't remember what did they it's, touch it's, in the first it's their one braid yeah it's their braid. their braid okay yeah um not too bad honestly it's in it but it, it actually it is in it. it is it returns yeah. they didn't but they, they didn't okay. really like go through Focus the explanation of yeah, braids yeah. touching anymore you're just kind of but, but james camera do doubled down he doubled down on it yeah what he did double down on is unobtainium gone he got yeah. memed on too much Unobtainium, mm. not even mentioned in the movie. No, nope. papyrus is gone too. What's the no, point? Papyrus is still there. It's. I think it's just adjusted a little bit, right? The subtitles are definitely papyrus. Oh yeah. Still. Okay. Sure. Good. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um. Overall, it it was a fun movie to see with friends in a movie theater. I, I really. I bet so. I mean, I feel like I'll probably have the best of time because oh, that's we got to be. Yeah. Pro and con of the movie theater experience. Uh, pro it was so empty we could kind of like hoot and holler yeah that was the best part which was very fun we were like like, cheering we were like cheering and recording quotes immediately after they were said con and i saw brett's reaction it was legit 55 degrees in that theater for four hours they left a door open i swear to god they left a door open 
It oh, was man. so it was cold. The coldest theater I've ever been in. And the Navi were probably like living in the sun, going swimming they in warm, warm weather. Oh in my god, Pandora. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was painful. Warm. Like we they're yeah. in like the tropics Oof. and we were icebergs. Yeah. Hey, maybe uh maybe Avatar three is uh the way of air as snow well, I guess. and the mountains. it's cold. Yeah. Yeah, way it'll of probably mountains. be way of air. That's what we guess. Do you think that James Cameron stays up at night, like tossing and turning and like wakes up sweaty, angry, disgusting? Uh, probably pissed himself a little bit in in mm. sadness because he will never ever be able to come close with having uh his avatar be anywhere near as good as the 2005 and uh, yeah Nickelodeon's Avatar: The Last Airbender. Well, he uh somehow got the rights to the name, so yeah, he, he did, but it'll always be it'll always be overshadowed. Yeah, by Aang and his adventures and yeah. you you know someone at someone like james cameron can't yeah function right knowing there's that. a multiverse where james cameron's avatar exists and last airbender last airbender doesn't and when people say avatar they don't have to follow it with the blue people mm, Ooh, that's wow. <laughs> you know that's like the that's like a pepsi product like is coke okay type of <laughs> yeah, like salt right. in the wound for him is blue people okay yeah i mean why would you even why would you even when when they wrote something as good as the prince zuko arc and then you spend 20 billion (laughs) dollars trying to make something good and the best you do is is giant blue aliens you i mean come on i mean i will i will be quoting that movie for the rest of my life okay well that's that's enough james cameron talk um are y'all good brett are you good yeah i'm good what do you what's up with you um so real short and sweet, I uh, am excited for 2023's book adventures. Uh, something that Maddie and I did for each other for Christmas was we were able to get slots for Judson's. Um, that's our, our local bookshop here. They are doing a sci-fi fantasy book club. It's oh, only four shoot. books, but it's over over like the first half of next year. And so it'll be a lot of fun. It's Wait, uh, that's cool. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's, it's very very cool. So we're gonna do a little book club together um, at our local bookstore, and hopefully make some new friends. And and the lineup for the books are really good. Um, so I'm, I'm I'm excited about it. It's it's gonna be great. And then um, I'm reading uh, uh, the first book, The Bad Beginnings. That's the first book, right? For mm-hmm. un- series of unfortunate events. Uh, off of the recommendation from you, Dan, and I am also reading uh, The Fault in Our Stars because I want to finish out the John Green collection. Have you read it? Yeah, I read oh, it cool. in college. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel I feel like everyone did, and so I haven't. That it's that one and Paper Towns are the two that I haven't read of his left. Yeah. So after I read those two, then I will have read everything that John Green has written. So that'll be fun to be able to say. Very nice. Nice yeah well uh um, props to parker for actually keeping his short stories short because brett and i kind of just rambled <laughs> i gotta say but, though talking about james cameron's avatar is is fun i could do an entire yes. episode on that it's yes. hard to shrink three hours and 12 minutes into a short story it's hard it to shrink 15 is. foot tall blue jake sully when he's saving pandora again from those dang over, darn over humans yeah sky people um, <laughs> sky people right what did they what? want 
this time, if not Obtanium? Uh, uh, they had a brief mention. Um, there's a new element that they're <laughs> mining, but they also had a very brief... I thought they would go more into this, but they said Earth is dying and they yeah. need to repopulate Pandora yeah. with humans. That's uh, But to do that, they have to remove the natives. <laughs> right. So I think that's mm. the, the hostels. Yeah. That's like for future movies, but there is like a short-term thing in this movie where it's there's like another element type thing like dan said yeah let's get into this book tourney yeah let's please (laughs) god i'm so excited to talk about this and i'm i'm very like i i feel like some of the energy left the room uh because we spent too much time distracted (laughs) by all that wet water that james cameron had on screen for y'all wet wet water okay so um Parker, do you want to explain? This is kind of your method, I feel like. Of yeah, so we have we have twelve books for uh, what what was Bookends with Friends season two, uh, year two that we read over the course of twenty twenty two. Twelve does not make for a good bracket, so what we are going to do, inspired by the World Cup, is have uh, 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 entry rounds. What are they called? Why am I forgetting? Group stage. Group, group stage. Group stage. Thank you, Dan. Um, the way it's a little bit different though, where our group stages will be four rounds of three books. We randomize the order. Um, and so we are going to discuss the books all kind of together in those like groups of three and the best two will move on. That will be the first like group stage for the first four rounds. And then we will go into head to head elimination. Um, I'm thinking group stage will probably try to go through pretty quick. Yeah. And not fast. get. Yeah. That way we can save the meat for the head to head. Is that good? Perfect. Um, do you want to read out Sounds the group stages or do you want to just say them as we go through them? Um, let's uh, let's let's read them out because I, I want people to be thinking on them uh, while we get okay. into them. So group group A, we have Carrie Soto is back. American Gods and Crying in H Mart. Group B, we have Lessons in Chemistry, Bullet Train, and Where the Crawdads Sing. Group C, we have Dark Matter, Jade City, and The Nightingale. And Group D, we have Percy Jackson, Salem's Lot, and The Love Hypothesis. Uh, so this will be this will be fun. I, let's. I mean, we're kicking it off. We're getting into it. Let's go straight into Group A. Okay. That's Carrie Soto is back. American Gods and Crying in H Mart. Easy. How this is much time do we even want to spend here? Zero. Zero minutes. Zero, zero time, right? Because okay, let's all let's all just say on three the one that we can get rid of, right? One, yes. two, three, American, American gods. gods. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Right? I mean Nothing I, against... you know, I feel like we might get like flayed for that online if uh, we were to like I don't think so. Right, it just, it just, just wasn't was just one of our books. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. of these twelve, and I think I think we said it when we talked about the book, um, but it was I think it was just it was too, either too smart for me or too <laughs> right. weird for me. I'm not it. sure, um, but that's that's yeah okay easy okay so Carrie cool. Soto and Crying in H Mart will move on to the bracket rounds. That right, was group easy. B, this one's just as easy, right, this guys? Not. <laughs> guys no. group b lessons in chemistry bullet training where the crawdad sings is just as easy right no it's, it's on the e- count of three let's all say the one. <laughs> okay which this oh, one's this one's easy for me and i i feel like i'm probably gonna have uh, I, I i feel like i feel like brett's gonna agree with me 
I mean, I feel like both of you are going to kick out where the crawdads sing and leave Bullet Train, right? That's what's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. And you want to get rid of Bullet Train. Am I, am I right? Yes. Yes, oh, I want to get what? rid of Bullet Train. You legitimately three? That's shocking yeah. to me. So I will say, I will say, where the crawdads sing, global phenomenon. Yeah. Um, fantastic story. Respect I hate it. to see it go. Love to see it walk away. Um, <laughs> I, I just... Kaya. There's better, Gaia. there's better s- stories in like, there's better historical fiction stories that we read this year. One yeah. of which is in the same group stage. And Lessons there's better industry. action books that we've read this year as well. Okay. Well, we'll maybe, but I think bullet train absolutely takes this one. Yeah. I, that's a oh, two to one, man. right? Yeah. Two to one. I mean, I, I, we knew it was going to be, but I'm all right. Really, we're banging the gavel. I'm that one's <laughs> so upset when this book goes even further. Cause I know it's going to. Because I just don't think this book was that good. Did you right, think well, we, you'll have more time. go further? You'll have more time. No, to make no. I knew when I saw this bracket, I said, oh, the only way Bullet Train could have maybe not made it is if it was with Jade City and Salem's Lot. And yeah. Maybe well, okay, it would have been kicked out then. We will see where the <laughs> okay. So we, we will ra- we're randomizing again for the bracket round. So yes. so we are okay. okay so where the crowd is saying, <laughs> Delia Owens, great book, fantastic movie. So sorry you did not make it for the past the group stages. All right, uh, group C. Yeah, group C. Group C. This one's actually hard. This is tough. Okay, uh, we have Dark Matter, Jade City, and The Nightingale. So, Interesting. We have the last book that we read it and the first book that we read. Very so fun. I'm I'm gonna take the lead here. I'm gonna take go it. first. Um my two. Wait, can we all agree? I, I don't think Dan will. Parker, can you and I agree God on Jade City? Or no? Can we agree that Jade City's safe? Uh, do you would you put Jade City through? I wanna I wanna hear y'all's discussion first. Mine. I would say Jade City and Nightingale. I may be the only one that would put Nightingale through, okay. um, but Nightingale is one of my favorites of the year. I like this. I like what I'm hearing, Brett. Um, and nothing against Dark Matter. It was our most recent one, and it was so good. Um, and it, it, you know, had a lot of that. That was the hardest decision, but I'm going with my gut. Jade I like City. Your gut. Mainly for the characters in Jade City. Obviously, the world building is incredible, but just I think we talked about this on the episode. But Hilo, one of the top like three characters of the year in any of the books we read, yeah, um, for me. And so, and just Nightingale, the the great the link to real actual history. Um, it's just incredible. It's such a crazy. Because that stuff actually happened. Not like you don't have to do any defense of the Nightingale. Yeah. For me, that was my number one of this group. So okay, that, cool. if we're good with that, I I concur with that completely. Jade's pretty okay. safe in my mind. So Dan, what did what were your thoughts? I'm I'm getting a little two v one here again, but that's okay because were, I were like you thinking Dark books. Matter over Jade City? I was going to pick Dark Matter over Jade City, and main reason being, um. It's harder for me to put forward like a series part books, one in a series, like okay, a yeah. part one of a series. Okay. So I would have put forth Dark Matter, but I liked all three of these. Nightingale was my my top one out of this group. Can I as tell well. you? Can I tell you before we move on? Because I do want to give like uh, some uh, like credence or credit to to Dark Matter. I think oh, Dark yeah. Matter is phenomenal. 
I think that it's also one of so many multiverse stories, and this is not its own fault, but that I've just been inundated with over the past, I'd say like two or three years. I feel like multiverse is like everywhere right now, and it feels a little saturated. Jade Mm -hmm. City was incredibly unique in my mind. I've read nothing like it. So that's kind of what... I feel like... If we're going to get direction. flamed for anyone, it might be the because I, I don't know. I don't know how popular is Dark Matter on, in the book community. Like, is that? I, mean, I feel like all of Blake Crotch's were pretty popular, but not yeah. as popular as like the J trilogy. Yeah. I'm not mad about any of these going through, if just to yeah. be clear. If, if I would have been Matter mad if Gale didn't go through, but since yeah. it did, I, I agree. I agree completely. I, I agree yeah. completely. That's kind of how I feel too. I feel like Nightingale had, the, had, the, had to go through. It had to go through. Okay. Like when you stack up Kristen Hanna's writing against these other books, right. it Agreed. would have been a shame if it yeah. didn't go through. Agreed. Cool. Group D. Group D. So we have Percy Jackson, Salem's Lot, and Love Hypothesis. Excited for this one too. This one's tough to as well. The, who wants to take the the reins? Is anyone does anyone want one to leave? Is is does anyone want one to go? It's not one of those. No. I I could be swayed to one side on this group, I think, because I'm pretty split down the middle. I'm not. Um, I think that in terms of what we've read this year, I think that there's there's better fantasy and better fantastical stories. Um, I think that Percy Jackson is like, it, obviously it is an incredible story. I read all five of them this year, again, during that month that we read this book. Um, and I love it, but it it's had its day in the sun. I feel like Salem's Lot <laughs> and Love Hypothesis are are they're both they're both unique to the books that we have in this collection, yeah. and I don't want right. to see either of those leave yet. Cool, let's keep I, them in. Yeah, I is agree. that good? I, I yeah, agree on good. on both. Literally, I felt the same way. Guys, the only one stages I, was easy. Yeah, Dana, how are you feeling? Group. I'm feeling good, knowing that Bullet Train is probably going to get knocked off next round. Right. Well, you know, we're we're right, randomizing guys? again. The bracket is being randomized again. Yeah. Okay. Um. So we're okay, gonna we'll take randomize this then. We're gonna take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. Someone do elevator music. Uh, this episode is brought to you by James Cameron's Avatar. They had enough budget left over after the twenty billion dollars to pay us to talk about the movie. This episode is also brought to you by white guys who know how to play the guitar. Inexplicably attractive, even though they're probably bad for you. Lastly, this episode is brought to you by Brett Irvin, the best editor and uh, bracket creator this side of the Mississippi. And we're back. Thank you, uh, listeners, for uh, taking a time for those commercial breaks. Brett, you have the bracket created. I do have the bracket created. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting, guys. I'm. It's going to be interesting. We got we got the elite eight here. Um, okay. All right, we're gonna go top to bottom on my bracket. So first. This is head-to-head, single elimination. Head-to-head, single elimination. Our first matchup is Crying in H-Mart versus Salem's Lot. 
Wooza. That's a... Wow. Okay. Um, I hmm. will... I'm just... I usually am the one that gets put last and has to break the tie. So I'm going to go first <laughs> and say Salem's Lot. Um, this is the second time I've read it, but it's just such a good book. Nothing against Crying H Mart. I loved Crying H Mart. But Salem's Lot, I think I had a lot of fun with us three reading it and talking about it and just yeah, the experience. Yeah, it was a fun book. Was, it just got me all over again, the chills. Yeah. <sighs> Dan, I don't want to... Dan, where, where, where is your head at? I can... I could be swayed either way. If I talk, I will be pushing Salem's Lot through, I think. Okay. Um, just Why? from a reading experience reading the chapter of the movers moving through the basement yeah. has really stuck with me as just a very good chapter. Um, it, it, it kept me up at night. <laughs> uh, it had me really tense while I was reading just a, it was a really good read. That's fair. Um, I want to hit you it, with one thing real yeah. quick. Crying in H Mart, the scene where she watches uh, Law and Order SVU with her mom in bed. I cried at that. Yeah, it's that so was true. that was one of the few times yeah. I think with these books that I really had a very emotional, like visceral reaction to. Yeah. yeah. What so we read. These are always really hard for me because it's like, do I value Salem's Lot over someone's life story? <laughs> That's a good point. Honestly, yeah, the answer. Hey, yeah. The answer is obviously no. Like Crying of an Age Mart is a fantastic book. Uh, Michelle uh, Zhang's life is insane. Zoner, thank you. Um, Uh I was just thinking of Japanese breakfast (laughs) the whole time. Like her life is crazy and her relationship with her mom is really beautiful. I wouldn't be mad if it went through, but that was just... I wouldn't either, but just from like a reading perspective, like in, in that argument we would never not put something over it, right? And it, it's not saying that I value Salem's lot more. Just from like a reading experience, I got more out of Salem's lot as a reader, I think. Which like, man, it really makes me sound like a dick, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, a little. <laughs> no, God, no. Damn. I mean, no, you're fine. You're totally fine. It's fine. We can We can push Salem's lot through. Oh, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm hurting on that one though a little bit. I'm hurting on that one, and I, I, you know, Salem's Lot is, it's one of, it, in my opinion, one of the better Stephen King books that I've read. It's definitely like peak horror, so that those yeah. like that alone can get it pretty far in any sort of tournament. I think like that's this, another right? argument I would have too. Is I, I've only read three Stephen King books. I'm a very, very novice compared to you two with Stephen King. For the Institute, which is very good, which is, I love the Institute. I've read The Stand, which is also great, and Salem's Lot. And I like Salem's Lot more than the other two. Like, it's just a little bit faster paced, a little bit easier of a a read, kind of like pick up and go. And so I I think that's why I would say Crying in H Mark, because I liked The Stand and 112263 and maybe even the Institute better. So we got to. We gotta. We, we gotta. gotta yeah, we gotta move along, one. y'all. I mean, hey, this is fine. So two for two for Salem's Lot. That's fine. Salem's Lot. And man, we're gonna, again, I'm gonna catch so much heat for that. God dang it. You're. I mean, maybe we'll see. 
Parker's gonna Parker's gonna shit post you on Reddit. I know. I am. Is. Can you believe this white boy? This stupid this white ass man picks Salem's Lot. Um, a book written by a white man over a crying in H Mart. Oh God. So next up, Dan, I think you might be getting your wish. Um, next oh, up no. is yes. Bullet Train yes, versus uh, Nightingale. Nightingale. Yeah, damn, damn. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So let's not let's not rush to conclusions here. This is this is one of the only ones. If you had asked yeah. me beforehand, this is one of the only ones where it would be like, "Oh man, I might have to not." This is take... what I needed in life. I feel like you're hopping on the Shikensen right now, and you're going way too fast through oh, this. God, the Shikensen, man, Bullet Train. Let's was think about the so sheer unique. fun. Yeah, the it was so fun. fun was it Bullet though? Train. Was it fun? The 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 greatest uh a villain antagonist sociopath character i've ever written a, or, 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 or it's not written ever read about with the you prince you were lying you were lying such, such a good character oh my god Bullet i'm not so I'm, good all right parker might uh, all right parker might be swaying me no it's it's nightingale it's nightingale <laughs> parker would pick I, nightingale. I just didn't yeah no i just didn't want to i didn't want us to go i didn't want us to go through that round without <laughs> At it, least yeah, you didn't I mean, want your bullet your bullet train to die so it, quickly. It deserves yeah. it deserves its day in the sun. Like uh it's it was so unique, so fun. Just oh man. It was just one of those experiences. Again, I think it comes down to You, you know, how... the hardest thing, and this shouldn't this shouldn't uh you know dissuade our answers, but I don't know that it's that that uh nightingale is the best uh historical fiction that we read this year i mean we'll see uh we'll see but what i was gonna say uh actually you know what i want i wanted to move on for that reason i wanted to move on for that reason now so the bullet train i think it comes down to like i said was the unexpectedness of it was was probably the biggest part and i think that still is what's driving just like my my love for it so R.E.P. Dan, Bullet can I train. ask why you wanted it gone so bad? I just didn't really like it all that much. I I didn't jive with the characters. All the little, you know, the the spy setup. I really liked the spy setup. I liked kind of the introduction to everyone being on the train. All the um, little action scuffles and stuff. That was fun. But when it comes to just like the actual personalities of the characters. And the writing and the dialogue, I, I was just annoyed through most of that book. <laughs> this and crying at H Mart. <laughs> stop! Stop Asian hate, Dan. Oh God, you can't say that. <laughs> I'm in trouble. <laughs> oh, well, boy. if you threw in Jade City, Dan. Oh shoot, <laughs> Dan's three for three. Dan, I, I went off this. I went off the podcast. I can't be associated with you. Um. Okay. So Nightingale. Going through next round. Um, next up is Carrie Soto against Honda Lee's Jade City. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, that's that's really good. Oh god. I okay. So for me, it's Jade City here, and it's because 
I love Carrie Soto. Carrie Soto is a good palate cleanser book. It was it was so good, and but it was just like a balanced good. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Whereas neutral. it didn't have like crazy highs and crazy lows. It's kind of like yeah. you 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 kind of knew what was coming, the arc of it. But it was nonetheless, it was so fun and so good, and there was a lot of emotion to it too. So it's just like a really well balanced book. But I think just jade city and how unique it was was mm-hmm. super fun and the characters again it's care nothing again the characters in care soto amazing but yeah i don't know jade city for me yeah i love both of them i think you're absolutely right brett uh as much as i i love javier and and carrie and and the whole gang um it to me it it wasn't taylor jenkins reed's best book um so did you like Malibu Rising more? Yeah, I liked Malibu Rising more. And I, I think Evelyn Hugo's her, in my opinion, her top. Like that's top book, notch. Yeah. Um, so I'm okay with letting that one go, even though I do really love that one. But Jade City, I truly adored. So that yeah, yeah I'm perfectly fine moving that along. I put Jade City over as well. Like looking at the whole list of books, I feel like Carrie Soto. Uh, it's hard to say we've read a lot of good books i feel like it was kind of on the bottom half if i had to rank them like one through 12 but mm. it was pooled with american oh that would be that would be fun stage. i would love to i would love to do that maybe maybe post podcast and we can post our individual Rank rankings yeah. one through 12 that's such a tough thing to do but it's really hard um yeah there's very few on here that i would consider like even that's like good yeah 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 just, yeah they're all great but because it was grouped with american gods and my opinion it kind of got a freebie because i didn't really like that book as much um but compared to jade city i think jade City's better as well yeah all right so jade city goes through um our final matchup you may have guessed it by now if you've been paying attention we've guessed it is love hypothesis versus lessons in chemistry I think it's an easy Dang one. Dang it. Yeah, it is easy. It <laughs> yeah. is easy, but I really, really, really want to love Hypothesis to go further. Yeah, yeah, it's it is one of those things where it's if we did a different format, like if we were just like listing if we did like a list, it would probably uh-huh. end up higher than where it's going out right now. Certainly. But it it I mean, lessons in chemistry was just like a force of nature this this year for for our for our books. Yeah, I mean, I I, I agree. I, I don't think there's like a thing, a single thing I could say wrong about lessons in chemistry. Uh, I think that love hypothesis was super fun though. It was, it was so, so fun, so, so much fun. Such a, a great cool idea. Great, um, like story behind it. I I liked Ali Hazelwood's like yeah. cheeky writing. Uh, the characters were very charming, but I really just think lessons in chemistry is. It's an all time for me, so that yeah. that's that's got to move on, right? It just it just got a it just got a hard, a tough draw against, arguably like you know, I mean I don't speak for everybody, but like a you know one of the top contenders for a top contender for, 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 for this sure. year. Okay, just well that's good. First, so first round round of the tournament now the bracket tournament is is done. Are we feeling okay? Feeling very good. I feel like there's been there's there's been too much like agreement so far. This is weird. A lot of good books. Um, I am looking at the list of twelve, and I'm like, oh man, Crying in H1 was a really good book. Crying in H1 was a really good book, and you just let it slip past. I let it. I let it go. 
God. I'll let it go. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. Let's let's move on because I feel like now we're gonna get into some. Uh... I mean, it's Final Four, right? Yeah, we're in we're into yeah. Final Four. Now we're into some actual like argument territory. I feel like. Yeah. Because I can go to battle for any of these books. All right, for our Final Four, first matchup is Salem's Lot versus the Nightingale. Oh. Is this? I don't sorry, know this. King. Say what? I said sorry, King. I was gonna say, is this easier than we thought? I think it is easier than we thought. I think this whole last final four is gonna be pretty simple when it comes down to it. No, I don't. Okay, hold the phone. Let's take a pause. Let's take a beat because I'm looking now into my crystal ball. Okay. And I'm thinking we're going to, this is, this is snowballing out of control. All right. We have the Nightingale and we have lessons in chemistry and we both know that those are powerhouses of books. Yeah. We cannot discredit Sam's Lot or Jade City. We're not. Let's, let's, I know, no, no, I know, I know, I know, but I just want, I just want to, let's, let's at least have a, a conversation, a dialogue about these books so that we actually know what we're talking about here. Okay. If you made me keep Jade or Salem's Lot in here and not crying at H Mart, and then you just toss it to the wayside like this, I'm gonna be frustrated. The the reason I think it's easier to toss it to the side is if it were crying in H Mart against the Nightingale, I probably would still go Nightingale. So my my argument for Salem's Lot here, I'll be the Salem's Lot defender. Okay. Is Back to the my reason why I liked Bullet Train so much, experience. The arguably the best experience. Not not necessarily like, you know, if you put it against the story, it's great story, incredible. I don't know what I'm gonna say. It's it is incredible in like so many ways. But the thing that stood out was the experience, the listening to the audiobook, which was amazing, by the way, reading it when Danny Flick is tapping on the window on the second floor window and like telling him to let me in when uh, I forget who it was, goes upstairs and sees the guy like getting bitten by him. And then just the, the your Stephen King writes for like the perspective so well, you, he literally puts you in that person's shoes and yeah. you feel like you're in that place watching vampires that you didn't think existed. Mm suck people's bloods and turn the entire town against you. So it's just such a good classic story. Maybe the best vampire story there is. Obviously, maybe Dracula the best iconic, vampire story is yeah. Nightingale, the best World War Two uh uh historical fiction. Yeah, historical fiction. I don't think we should push one through based on its own credibility to its genre yeah no you're right you're right <laughs> i do i so this it is hard it's hard I, it's hard it's, you know can i can i can i also say though i don't think that i can in good faith give this to salem's lot out of just fear that we're gonna have salem's lot win and then our two bodies for bookends with friends would be the october horror books and okay, i just don't wait, think wait. that i can do that yeah Looking at the other three book, other two books, um, 
I think it's safe if you vote Salem's Lot here because I don't know if I would pick it over the other two either. Like, oh no, it was really okay, close to going out round one from Crying yeah, in Richmark. It was yeah, very yeah, yeah. close. You're, you're you're right. You're right. You're right. Sa- S- Salem's Lot can can kick rocks. Would you pick Salem's Lot over Nightmare? <laughs> King, you know, no, Dan, you're right. Stephen King's a bad writer, and we gotta <laughs> give it. I mean, Chris, the Kristen Hannah crushed it again. She's she's done it again. She's written an amazing book. It's it's fun. It's truly truly phenomenal. And Grandpa Phillips read this one. What are we? Grandpa Phillips did read this one. What are we even doing here? Nightingale is the story itself again, fiction, but it's based on real women that did this in the war, which is one of the craziest acts of bravery and courage that you could ever think of. Like Mm -hmm. facing the Nazi regime and helping downed allied pilots escape through like across hundreds of miles is just an inc- a crazy concept mm-hmm. so i also want to point out that uh the sisters both represented two different like uh forms or ways of representing like yeah. strong femininity which i right. really loved with um like the uh you know, you have one who wants to fight and and protest and do whatever she can to, uh, you know, be a counter agent against the Nazi regime, and then you have another who wants to survive and help yeah. and help her, you know, friends survive and help her family survive and and take care of good people and take care of herself. And um, I think that in both cases, it's it's great. It's a great depiction of sisterhood. I don't I don't know what we're even I don't I don't know why I I turned I just completely 180 on this. What are we why are we wasting time? <laughs> I mean cuz Salem's Lot is It's not wasting time to discuss it cuz Salem's, Salem's Lot is it's an iconic great. book. Like yeah. It 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 has it's not like a it's not it's not going to roll over in this fight. It you know, it has some <laughs> it has some gusto, but Nightingale was just I think this year was just our the story was too too incredible. Yeah, we need to read worse books in 2023. Is all I'm hearing. Much like, uh, uh, what was uh, this punchline's going to go nowhere now? What was the vampire's name? Barlow. Barlow. Much like Barlow. This this is Salem's lot is is crumbling and falling apart as I'm thinking about it. So. That, we just it wasn't a, even a, it wasn't even a good metaphor. We that's, just put a stake in its heart. We just put a stake in its heart. heart. There it is. That's a better metaphor. It's okay. So, next fight. He did next, crumble and fall Next apart. battle is Jade City versus Lessons in Chemistry, which might be one of the hardest. Uh huh. I wish more than anything that these two weren't going against each other now. Yeah. Um, I would have rather them go against each other at the start or in the finals, but now, why now? At least it'll be a final four. They'll both be final fours, regardless. That's true. Um. Oh man, it's so hard. Elizabeth Zott versus Hilo and the rest of the cast. It's just and Elizabeth and Zott. Andy. It's just again. I'll go back to it. It was just a force of nature this year and it's 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 so culturally relevant as well um that it's it's hard to it's hard for me to 
turn down lessons in chemistry, even though as much as I love Jade City, like again, it like Parker said, it may have been in the finals for me if if it wasn't going up against uh, lessons here. But I don't know. What what do you guys think? So this is where the I really wish we did a one through twelve ranking, but there's no way to easily do that between three people. Because I would pick Jade City over Lessons in Chemistry, I think, even though I almost voted Jade City out of the group stage, like round one. But I really think I liked it more than Lessons in Chemistry. Ooh, okay. So this is this isn't this isn't over. What, Parker? I just gulped. I can't. I can't. Don't make me do this, guys. Don't make me do this because. Okay, let's let's. Okay, I I need to think critically about this because lessons in chemistry. Was, in my opinion, a near perfect, uh. Story, I think, top to bottom, just like. Absolutely enjoyable. I think everyone should read it. I think it's, um. Timely, culturally significant. I think that the there was a lot of like fun and sadness and everything like mixed up in one. I think it yeah. was just like it's written in a way that I I will appreciate for a long time. And we can't discredit that this is Bonnie Garmus's debut novel, which and is so I think the story there big. is so cool. And also I Bonnie Garmus, another that. thing um, very cool about Bonnie Garmus is she is not necessarily like like a traditionally like young you know uh uh like novelist like she she's older to be writing her first debut novel and so there's also stuff to be said there like she kind of broke the mold um for like what a successful debut typically looks like yeah um and i just i really really liked that book that being said fondalee's <sighs> Fondalee's Jade City. I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm talking this through. <laughs> I think. I I mean, just like one of my favorite fantasy series that I've read. But it's I haven't I haven't finished the other two. Which yeah, you, that's yeah. what's kind of, and that's that's so dumb. That's so dumb. That's on me. That's not on the book. <laughs> but that's what's holding me back. Because you know what I'm worried about? I'm worried about us moving Jade City through, and then me reading these next two and being like, huh. You know, it wasn't wasn't that great. And then me being yeah. upset every time we look back at twenty twenty two season two of Book that's of a Friends. That's a good point. That's a really and good have point. to, so, but that's that's not a good good metric. Oh guys, oh man, the struggle is real. So yeah, Jade City. Ugh. Can I be honest? Can I be honest here? Yeah, I love I love Jade City. I love Jade City in any other day. Um. I'd happily I'd happily fight for this to go to the finals and potentially win the entire thing. Yeah. Easily one of my top three books this year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I would be remiss not to have uh, Lessons in Chemistry and Nightingale go head to head. I think that's the finals that everyone wants. I think that's the finals that I want because I want yeah. to assess these books yeah. side by side and decide which one I like more. Okay. Yeah. I Is like that. Because I, I do agree. I think... These four that. may be my top four of the year, other than Bullet Train. Uh, and but obviously Bullet Train didn't make it. But I think, I think we had a solid 
top four. But yeah, I think Lessons and Nightingale are were destined to go head to head. Which I think imagine, I think it's destiny. I think it's I like destiny. It. I think this imagine is, this is twenty twenty two. This is the entire year was leading up to this moment right now. There's a lot of similarities in these books and a lot of differences. I think that this is this is it. Imagine how distraught we would have been if they had if they had faced each other earlier. Oh, for sure. Oh, that would have been the longest round. That would have yeah. been the longest. We would have had to have a long conversation. This is the finals. This is okay. this, this is what we've waited for. This is what we've read all these books for all year long was to get to this point right here where we where we compare these two incredible books and decisively say that one is better than the other and that anyone who oh, disagrees no. is wrong. Oh, oh God. Um, I don't like that um, picture. Okay, so our finals, Lessons in Chemistry versus The Nightingale. Bonnie Garmus and Chris and Hannah. Okay, we're not going to do this like dummies, okay? What I want to do... <laughs> Okay. I, I'm, I'm serious. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to let us, let us hone in. Let's, let's, let's chop it up and break it apart. Let's bring American let's, gods back into the discussion. No, American <laughs> gods is so far gone. Um, okay. So let's look at first plot. Who, okay. Let's, let's break it. I want to break it down into these books and talk about the strengths and weaknesses and really make a, a categorical. Yes. Like with, with categorical empirical evidence to support with data, with statistics, with check marks, with yeses and nos, not with just gut feeling, because I can't trust my gut anymore. I feel okay. all over the place. My head is scrambled. So let's let's break it down, please, for my sake. Okay. So okay, plot data. first. Yes, I want to I want to talk about just strictly the plot of of World War Two and these two sisters and their different uh, uh, struggles and and when ways they dealt with this trauma and the ways they loved people and the ways they loved each other. So plot wise, now I will say, I don't know if this is a plus or a minus, but she did have the the pre-existing, I guess, outline for this story since obviously this actually happened. Um, but I think that is a plus to the story itself because it's it's a fiction novel, but the story, you're like, how is this real? Like, did this actually happen? Like, it blows you away that this all, like, that, that women did this in the war. Like, yeah. it's, it's, um, it's such an amazing, incredible achievement. Kind of just going off what Brett said, very different vibes from each of these books, right? One is hyper high stakes. The other is more of a life drama, and both are women living in very suppressed environments, right? And like women empowerment. What does that look like for all th all three of the main characters? I'll say that because you know, with Nightingale having uh, Vi and Isabella making their impact in their own ways, and. I the reason why Nightingale got me so much is it really makes you flip-flop which way is better for the scenario that's happening to the characters in the book. And like it really got me thinking, like, what would I do in this situation? Um are you writing notes? I'm I'm taking notes. I'm right I'm writing notes yeah. right now. 
Fair, I, I, yeah. I need to I need to visualize this. So okay. uh, that's that's all well. That's all good and well. And I'm not I'm not discrediting because that that Nightingale could very much take plot. I do want to hit y'all with another counterpoint. I didn't know anything about lessons in chemistry's plot. Oh, I yeah. didn't know anything about lessons in chemistry's plot. Like multiple chapters into reading, I thought multiple times like, oh, I kind of have this figured out or maybe right. this is going to go this way or that way. And I was so pleasantly surprised on this roller coaster yeah. of Elizabeth Zott's life. Um, I think it was very original, very fun. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, just yeah. super unique. Um, I mean, from, from that, the characters in Lessons in Chemistry, the, the love story at the beginning, incredible. Well, okay, okay. So let's characters is my second category. So are we yeah. giving plot to Nightingale? Do we do we feel good about that? Well, I, I mean, that's it. why I wasn't I wasn't saying Nightingale wins. I was just I was explaining Nightingale's Playing side it of it. But yeah, I mean, um, I guess just from the story being too like so so my my point for nightingale also is the the entire mystery of which sister lived yeah I think that's is true incredibly incredibly hooking right like yeah. it it really gets you with the uh the intro of the story being mm-hmm. the unnamed sister talking to her son or talking about her son and finding the notes and and kind of reliving that experience and the entire time you as the reader goes back and forth thinking like what is going to happen which sister lives right. you know what's how does this story play out um i i think that's a, a strong strong point for nightingale yeah i'm happy yeah. to give plot to nightingale yeah that works let's do it and lessons in chemistry has 630 in it so it's characters characters right characters. yeah i mean that's that's i was yeah. gonna say characters for elizabeth Zott and for 630 yeah um, and multiple of the characters i think unforgettable super fun yeah incredible like uh, unendingly endearing um uh uh mad like mad is great they're just a fantastic character yeah her daughter's name is mad that's wonderful i, I <laughs> yeah love beautifully crafted so intricate um elizabeth literally iconic um, and, and her neighbor even iconic. like the, the beauty the beauty of lessons in chemistry was no character was really wasted i feel right. like all of them were written to have arcs and and sub stories within the overall story and in every character that elizabeth interacted with she either left their lives for the better or if they were bad people they got their comeuppets and i i think that that's it, it was just well done yeah yeah 100 i'm i'm yeah characters to to lessons for sure okay um emotions Ooh, like um, I- emotionally let, let, let me rephrase that uh, uh how it evoked emotion so that that doesn't just mean like sad or happy let's break down all <laughs> of the emotions on our spectrum so yeah. i would say for you made a good point about lessons it was kind of a roller coaster and it was it was beautiful in that sense because the the highs were so incredible, but you, I mean, the emotions of what Elizabeth had to go through throughout like multiple points in the book was, it just like devastated you. Um, and I would, yeah. against Nightingale, yes, there was a, there was a lot more, it was mostly like intense scenes of 
you know, oh my gosh, are they about to get caught? That kind of stuff. The mm-hmm. the I, the biggest moment in in Nightingale was like like Parker mentioned earlier was the reveal of which sister had lived, and obviously that was an incredibly emotional scene. Um, I would say lessons though, just like tore you apart and then would put you back together. I think that was the aspect of it. Is like a lot of Nightingale mm, was just well sad yep. because yeah. of what they had to go through. There was some happy moments, you know, laughing, smiling, but it was a lot of intense sadness trauma. and drama it's, it's for what they had to go trauma through. Trauma novel, yeah. Yeah. But lessons oh, that's really really well said. I like the tears you apart and puts you back together. Yes, it does. I mean, yeah. I also that's not even counting how many times I thought 630 was going to get killed in that book. So I want to I want to hit y'all with this. Uh, so when uh, when Vi's house is being occupied both times by the different uh, uh, like, yes, by the different captains of the Nazi regime um, and also like how, how just like suspenseful and gripping that was. And then the experience of her trying to hide her friend who yeah. was Jewish. Um, and then also her trying to hide Isabel later. I, I think like suspense wise, one of the greatest oh, yeah. books we read all year. Like yeah. there, there were moments where I, I couldn't breathe out because I was just like, I, I think there was chapters at a time where I was just like on bated breath, like not, not yeah. even able to do anything but turn the well, next page it, to figure out what it happened hit you with like the because it was beck first the first captain who was yeah, yeah. not you know like the stereotypical abusive aggressive captain for this time period if i remember that right well it made the you second captain comes in who is that way beck beck was such a wild because he is a a, a part of the Nazi regime, but the right. way that they built his character was like, they, they, she hit it so hard to make you be like, gosh, am I, why do I feel like any yeah. kind of remorse and sympathy for this? Like guy? towards this character, you're like, what is going, like she wrote that so well that you're like, you had such weird feelings about that because you're like, no, like it's like the purest I, evil yeah. in the world, but this character, this this person is just you're like. That's it also was a big well conversation. said. I think I think that um, there's probably a little bit more nuance within right. the feelings and complexity yes. within the feelings towards the characters and towards the situation in Nightingale. I don't know that there's as much nuance in. Um, yeah, it's pretty. It, it's pretty black and white as far as you can kind of tell who is a piece of shit. And but we're like... also not talking. Ca- this this category is we yeah. moved on from characters. To oh emotions, yeah, sorry. So. No 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 no. So I think I I got us confused with what I just said. But um, I, I think that man, this is so tough. They they both did so good. Do we want to tie this category and try to find another category, a final category? I mean, is the final category just which one do we like more? Which one do we want? <laughs> no, to we didn't. Be... We didn't solve anything. We are useless. I mean, we discussed. We we discussed. We've forced ourselves to actually think about it. Yeah. No, that's good. That's good. Okay, you're right. So that's a tie for emotional. I think um, whichever one we pick, we're wrong, but we're also right. Like yeah. they're they both should win book of the year. But I yeah, know that's 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 a that's a cop out. So we will pick <laughs> one, obviously. But so 
I had my answer when we started this, and it actually changed, <laughs> I think. Oh, wow. Okay. So if we want to just get into it, I will say what I picked and why. Okay. Okay. So my book of the year is going to be The Nightingale by Kristen Hanna. All right. Because um, just like rethinking about this book, obviously Lessons in Chemistry was a few months ago, but it's still more fresh on the brain. And we've also talked about it a few times Mm -hmm. throughout uh, these past, you know, however many episodes. So The Nightingale being so early, I mean, it was our first book. We basically started this book a full year ago. Right. Um, Just like remembering the feeling of which sister is who by the end of the book, like the suspense of that, remembering our discussion on the book episode for The Nightingale, uh, because we had a full discussion, is like Beck a good person, Mm. which was a really good discussion, but also like, I think it boiled down to if it was just Beck, it's a hard no because he's a part of the Nazi regime. But I think what we kind of ended up on is that Von Richter, the captain that comes in after Beck, exists to show what Beck could have been all the time. And it's just a really, really huge gray area that Kristen Hanna wrote so well. Like, and it. It boils down to he's part of the Nazi regime. He's not a good person, but the like audacity so, to write two characters yeah, yeah, that are yeah, so yeah. different that are both a Nazis is like crazy and takes I I think like a lot of guts to put those into a story where you compare two characters like that. Definitely. But just like thinking about that discussion we had and thinking about those characters, I would pick Nightingale over lessons in chemistry even though i remember being really mad at isabel multiple times throughout that book and her decision making so okay so i will say i am a huge fan of history especially like world war ii era history and i absolutely loved the nightingale and i would maybe say that it was my personal favorite book this year but I, I think I want to interrupt really quick. I love that Brett's going second because he's definitely just putting the. He, yeah, I, I knew Parker he jumped here. in. I knew he jumped <laughs> in to do this. I, I um, saw it. I saw him. He was ready to go. He yeah. was locked and loaded. Yeah. But, but uh, I think it's hard to ignore the cultural significance of lessons in chemistry and it, the message of it especially in our day and age. Yeah. Um, it's very powerful. And I think like we said, when we read it, that every, uh, this should be like a book that's read in school and it should be taught to people. Um, because it's, it's a scary, but realistic way. Like that's like, that's the existence. That's what women have to go through. And, it's something that I think men especially should read because there's so, there's so many, there's so many things in it that you can a hundred percent learn from that, that yeah. you need to know that you, mm. that you do that you might not even know about. Like there's just, there's just things to like the smallest degree that you can be better about 
as a human being to improve yeah the lives of of, of other people especially women and so i just think it's something that need should be read and so that's why it's like i have to say lessons but again nightingale i'm not going to be mad if it's it because i think that might be my favorite yeah my personal that's gonna be like, next thing to say story this is book. not a uh malibu rising versus riley sager's um, <laughs> you idiots malibu rising should have won that last year <laughs> right. still this mad. is not going to be like that because <laughs> oh. i think yeah, whichever yeah, one of not. these books are picked we're going to be happy with because they're both fantastic it's so it's so novels. weird. Yeah. It's so weird because uh, I don't have an answer. So y'all are gonna have to decide because like I, <laughs> I I'm such at a I'm such at a a, a tie. Yeah, I'm so firmly planted in this feeling of um of inability to make a decision right now. So I really I I don't know. I can make a case. For either one, I've been building cases in my head for, while y'all are speaking of like, oh, which one? Who whose dreams am I gonna crush? You know, who, who since y'all since y'all had different. Neither are it, dream crushing. No, 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 no. I know. I know. They I shared know. Tr- started guys. talking about this final. I was like, oh, easy lessons in chemistry. And the more I thought about it, I switched over. But I was like, I mean, I was there. Are we? I was in. Are we having co-champions? Is that what this is going to? No, we can't do that. No, that doesn't exist. That doesn't make sense. Shut up, Brett. That's a dumb idea. (laughs) That's a dumb idea. France and Argentina can't win the World Cup. Let's... Yeah. Come on. Did I say... Did I get those teams right? Yeah. You did. Yeah. Oh, my God. Look at Mika. Oh, boy. Um... Okay, so Nightingale is France. Okay. Wow. Lessons in chemistry is Argentina, and we stop the episode right now. <laughs> oh, and we let <laughs> wait, God decide. Wait, and we let or, or the World we, Cup decide. Do we put it to a poll and have the the listeners decide of the final two? Honestly, honestly, it's honestly? not a terrible. It's not a terrible idea. But, but our listeners going to be pissed when they just listen to us babble yeah. and ramble on for and 25 get... minutes on these two books and don't pick one. What if we just picked our each our personal one and then that could be sort of a finale and then we put it to I, a poll? I think we have we have to have a decisive <laughs> winner. I also think we have to pick we, one. We have to have a decisive winner. If we started the episode by saying we're going to have two finalists and you do the poll, that would have been different. Yeah, but that would have been. We're already an maybe, hour and twenty minutes into this bad boy. Maybe season three, era three, generation yeah. three. We'll get book we'll get better friends. at this. We'll get smart. Yeah. All right, Parker, um, we need an answer. We gotta get this yeah, moving. We, we gotta get this one moving. I am gonna say, the Nightingale by Chris and Hannah. I think I did I, not expect that. You know, I didn't either. Not, and Dan, I'm not I mad. think. Um. I I I think no 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 I'm 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 firm in my answer I'm firm okay. in my answer I think Kristen Hanna is an amazing incredible author um just like really 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 phenomenal at what she does and her craft I think that uh I had more fun with lessons in chemistry I don't think Easily. that fun is yes. the 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 uh, you know end all be all uh yeah. metric of what is is better um. And I cannot, I cannot say enough good things about lessons in chemistry, and especially Bonnie Garmus for putting that book out there. Um, and like Brett said, I think it should be required reading. Um, I also think the Nightingale should be required reading. Yeah, and, yeah, um, absolutely. I, I hope 
that by us saying by by getting the stamp of approval the 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 one thing that all authors want that all books desperately strive to be which is the bookends with friends the bfw uh, of the year the bfw uh that um i hope that more people go out and read kristen hannah and her works because it's just so so incredible so um it's done it's over the nightingale it's a hard stop that is that is i i it's so weird because i feel like with there's no losers here but we're all losers here you know yeah, i think so it's such um, a such a hard thing to do i think we can look back and smile that these two were in the final and Bullet i think Train so was nowhere close to it no you're you're obnoxious you're obnoxious Gosh, for that, Dan. but let's um, redo it and put Bullet Train to the end no th- i think either one of these <laughs> take yeah it would have been a lot shorter conversation <laughs> <laughs> oh man um, no that was like really good final it's it's hard to celebrate one losing though it's hard to celebrate run- one losing and hey did we make up for last year did we make up for last no yeah I-, I will never forgive you guys for not having uh an absolutely remarkable thing when last year's um it was bad I know, I know. I know, that's why I know Hank, what I said, Dan. That's why Hank um, won't talk to us. That's why he won't come on the podcast. No, that was that was my favorite. I think Malibu Rising was my my number two pick of last year. My yeah. my number one pick didn't even make it to the final. So I'm fine. <laughs> this is fine. This is this year was much better. This does feel terms. better. Okay. This feels better. Um, we did it. 2022 body belongs to Yaddy 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 Yes. Thank you. Thank you, um, Chris and Hannah, for writing such an amazing novel. Thank you, uh, all you wonderful listeners who have stayed with us for 90 episodes of this program. Oh, shoot. Yeah, 90 episodes. It's too many, some might say. (laughs) Yeah, get out of here. Get out of here. And this episode was certainly long, so thank you for uh, having patience with us as we discussed I hope that we did not let anyone down too badly. Oh, God, I know we did. Yeah. We Thank you certainly all. did. Thank you all. Sorry, go yes. ahead, Parker. No, I was just going to say um, we look forward to 2023 and what that has to bring. If y'all have any ideas for the show, what y'all want to see. Book recommendations. Book recommendations would be huge. That list is being worked on. Yes, and we will try to get that months. out. Yes, we'll try to get that out soon, right? Because we have we have half of December left. Probably no final episode unless we want to do something fun. Yeah. Um, and so this I think closes us out. Do you guys have anything to say to our listeners before we before we bookmark it one last time for twenty twenty two? Um, we'll be back better than ever, baby, next year. We're um, gonna be ten feet tall and blue. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you all so much. You're the best. This is ridiculous that um that, that, that anyone we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> so uh every time we check in the downloads and like post something, it's just another wild feeling that that uh that that people listen to this and enjoy it. So yeah, and also thank you all for reaching out an email. Uh we've I've been bad about responding lately, but it's that's another incredible thing like that you guys want to talk to us about the stupid things that we say. So we're so appreciative of that and you guys are the best and thank you for your quotes and your comments and 
we look forward to more of them next year that was beautiful all right happy holidays everyone uh thank you j-rob and uh maddie moon for the intro and outro and cover art respectively uh thank Thank you for reading books along with us and giving us book recommendations as well um thank you uh to everyone remember you can reach us at uh bookings with friends at gmail.com if you want to send in thoughts quotes of the week um what books we should read next year how we can improve the show anything like that and uh otherwise uh we are going to bookmark it there and remember the real books were the friends we made along the way (laughs) 